What's going on, man? I'm Paul. This is Pauline Theology's Daily Devo, and we are going through the book of First John. First John's a good book, man. I'm glad we're getting to study it, and I'm glad you're studying it with us. We are on First John chapter 2, verse 1 through 6. If you haven't read verse 1 through 6 yet, go ahead, open up your Bible, read it, stop the tape, check it out, see what it's got to say, and then come back, and we will answer those questions, the four questions that we always ask. If you have read it already, well, hey, let's jump on into it, man. So what we've been talking about here is John writing a letter to the people, the church at Ephesus, and how they are kind of being twisted a little bit by these people that are coming in, claiming that Jesus is not physically a person, but only spiritually. Also claiming that they never sinned, that they are always walking righteously. And John is trying to put that to the kibosh. But what he is saying, which we're about to get to, is that though we know that we sin, we should be striving to live just as Jesus walked. And so let's go ahead and check that out, man. That's what it says. What are we talking about? What is the scripture talking about for this particular thing? Well, it says, this is why I write to you, man. And anytime you see that uh, a writer says, this is why I write to you, well, then that's the purpose for which they're writing. And he says that he's writing this so that we won't sin. And I think this uh, sin here is, first off, the fact that so we don't turn away from the truth that God has proclaimed, because that is, like I said, the original idea of what he was writing about is the fact that he saw God. And there was a message from the beginning that he got and he is giving and he testifies to and now is preaching to us that message. We don't want to sin by turning away from that because of these uh, people who have snuck in and kind of trying to deceive the people. So we don't want to sin according to that. But it's also more than that. I think it's the fact that we do not want to walk in a life filled with sin. Okay, and we're going to see that as we continue on to read. And then it also continues to say it says that uh, the reason he wrote this is because he doesn't want us to sin. But then he he finishes that up. He says, but if anyone does sin, we have an advocate with the Father, and that's Jesus Christ. That's so powerful, man. And my favorite thing is the fact that he says, uh, in, in the Greek it says, autos uh, elasmus estin periton homerton, humon. And what's what's so good about that is because when they use the um, the the uh, uh, prep not preposition, I'm sorry, the pronoun in front of a, a verb then it like intensifies it. So he's like saying that uh, Jesus Christ is the advocate and he himself, he himself is also the propitiation or the idea of propitiation is, uh, um, it is uh, the, the, the uh, wrath of God being poured out upon um, something, which is Jesus. And also not only the wrath of God being poured out upon it, but it's also the, uh, the, releasing of sin the cleansing of sin the cleansing so it's the 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 wrath being poured out the the um the appeasement of a king exactly is what it is but it's also the cleansing so it's 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 satisfaction but it's also healing you know what i mean it's satisfaction of the cost of sin but then it not only is the satisfaction for the cost but it's also the cleansing of the one uh on, on whom it's for so that's a powerful thing. Like we don't have to receive the judgment, but also it's not that we're still sinful and evil and we just don't have to receive the, the judgment, but it's that we're cleansed from that evil and that sin. Whew, that's powerful, man. That's powerful. 
anyway, he says that uh, this isn't just for us. And uh, this us is like, this isn't just for those who are in Christ. Uh, he says, but for the whole world. So this ability to um, appease God with that wrath, appease God's wrath, but also to cleanse is possible for everybody. It isn't for everybody, but it's possible to those who believe, which is awesome, man. It's awesome. Anyway, after that, he says, this is how we know him, right? He says that uh, if we keep his commandments and if you don't keep his commandments, then you're a liar. And it says that uh, the ones who do keep his commandments, it says, man, the love of God has been completed in them. The love of God is completed in him. And then he finally finished it by saying that uh, whoever says that they remain in Christ, that means like they are still with Christ, walking with Christ, living and growing in an abundant relationship with Christ. It says that that person is walking or it says he ought to walk like that. He ought to walk just as he walked, just as Christ walked. So what do we see about God in these scriptures? What do we see about God? Uh, I think first off we see it says that Jesus came to do a couple of things. First, to cleanse us from our sin, man. Ooh, that's amazing, dude. And then that he also came to, to take the wrath of God upon him. So that that one thing right there is something we should just rejoice in, is that Jesus, the God-man, came to this earth to appease the wrath that is due for sinners, but also cleanse the sinner from all of his sins. Whew, that's good stuff right there. But not only that, but wait, there's more. There's more. Jesus also came so that we can walk the life that he lived. He showed us how to live life. What's it say about man? Well, I think it says tremendously about the outward action that man should have if the inward um, adoration is towards the Lord. It says that if a, if a person loves God, if he's if he says he's in him, if he um, says that he knows God, if he has an intimate relationship with him, because that's what no means. It's not like some kind of head knowledge, but an intimate relationship with him. It says then uh, we keep his commandments. So he's saying about the Christian that a Christian keeps his commandments. And he's saying about a non-Christian that a non-Christian doesn't keep the commandments of God. And that's how you know if you're in him. Because if you say you're in him and you're not keeping his commandments, you're a liar. That's what the scripture says. And then I think what's so awesome is the fact that it says that if we do keep his word, if we do what he says, then the love of God is completed in us. Now, that could be taken two ways. Sometimes we think about is it the love of God uh, is completed in us and like his love is is completed in us or is it love of God is completed like our devotion and love and heart for the Lord is is completed full circle. Um, I tend to think it might be in that way because it shows that 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 love so that the world can actually notice it, too, that uh, when we keep his commandments, that love of God that we say we have is a, a completed action. Now, how can we apply these things to our life, man? Well, first off, dude, I think that, again, I don't know if I say this every week on every episode, but, man, we should bask and we should sit and we should marinate and we should remain in that sacrifice, that love 
that um, he uh, poured out uh, uh, for us, that lavish, lavish grace. Because, man, he took away our sins and he he um, um, suffered the punishment of our sins. And that is no easy feat. That is no easy task. And so I think, man, with that, we should be praising him and, and rejoicing and glorifying his name. But then I also think that uh, because of that, that's why we end up walking the way that he walks. It's because we remain in that love, like I said, remain in it. And when we remain in it, it says we we walk like uh, uh, he has walked. I thank you guys for listening, man, and I want to challenge you guys to, to walk as he has walked, to focus, and especially here coming up, man, we have the uh, the Easter Sunday is right around the corner, and so let's just remember that sacrifice that he made for us on the cross, and then because of that, that, that gratefulness, that that uh, overwhelming sense of joy because of that, that thankfulness that we would walk out the life that he's called us to walk out. I thank you guys for listening, and I'll see you in the next episode.